I V M. Okay, welcome to Cyrus Rewinds with me, Cyrus Brocha. At least that's what it says on the Aadhaar card as of now. I'm currently time traveling and taking you back into the past to revisit some of the entertaining podcasts we've done over the years, folks. These are going to be better than cricket highlights, so just trust me. Ready? Here we go. Uh, we've got the man himself. What a great, great human being. And I'm I'm going to say nice things right at the top, and then I can screw him after that because <laughs> I think I have the familiarity and proximity to do that. But this is one of the great legends for those who are. Eight nine years old and may not know Pralad Kakkar's story. One of the humongousest, greatest advertising filmmakers of all time, and the founding father of what we are today, which is one of the biggest advertising filmmaking countries in the world, even more than China. Pralad, I told. Yeah, can you believe it? You used to make films for China, didn't you? No, not Robert China. Films. Vietnam. Vietnam. That's racist. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> How can you answer like that? Vietnam hates China. I know. That's what I'm saying. You don't say that. Yeah. Okay. The, but the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is my friend. Yeah. Really. What about my girlfriend? The enemy of my enemy. Can she be my girlfriend? Totally. Oh wow. Totally. It's a horny story. <laughs> it's here. Okay, let me just quickly start. He's released a book. It's called Adman Madman, which unfortunately is completely correct and mad in many good ways as well. Uh, people use this mad word unnecessarily, like it's some sort of abuse, but it's a, it's a as we say, tarif. With Rupangi Sharma, we'll understand why her name is put in there. But what the hell has she done? But apparently, she's done a lot because <laughs> this lazy old man was didn't she, want to write. No, I wrote. Huh. She had to decipher my handwriting, which I couldn't do myself. So what you write, and then what does she have to do? I don't understand. You've written I, it. I send it to her to rewrite. No, to, to correct to it. Correct my spelling, which is hewaya because I'm dyslexic. Isn't it called uh, autocorrect? I mean, I'm looking no, no, at no, his no. wife in, in handwriting. There's no autocorrect. Oh, you're like me, old-fashioned. Yeah. Ah, uh. I had to write it by hand because when I dictated it into a dictaphone, yeah, yeah. it didn't sound like me at all. It was flabby. It was repetitive. Yeah. It yeah. was stupid. So I just so you rewrote your audio. I wrote the entire book. By uh, longhand, wow. in a in a full scrap book, yeah, many books. Can I tell you my writing hack? Uh-huh. And, and Mithali, I, I say this with due respect. I find that whenever I write, if I'm naked, I write really well. Totally, you too. So that's why I write it. So Rupangi approved. Yeah, look at look at the photograph <laughs> in the back. Yes, folks, please take a look at this photograph. <laughs> this is half the book. The man, the myth, the legend. It's all true. And then, of course, the front is a. Uh, I would say respectable. Respectable, yeah. <laughs> very sign of the seventies or eighties. Read what Mohammed Khan written about me. Is it very long? At the back, at the back, at the back. Okay, Mohammed Khan. By the way, for those who don't know, another great doyen of advertising, ambience. Huh? What was it? Is uh, no he Radisson Rediffusion uh, Enterprise. Enterprise huh? between the two of us, memory <laughs> loss. Oh my God! Accidental ad filmmaker, slave to Sham Benegal, all true. Every single thing here. Resigned before being fired. Started his own production house, then a dhaba, then a restaurant, and then a beach resort, spelled B I T C H, and a scuba diving school, a cigar brand, an NGO. Yeah. What Pradhan Kakkar and Sons? No, no. Refurbished. <laughs> it's called for saving the ocean. Yeah. Oh right, of course. But that was this is an order of appearance, isn't it? Yeah, more or less. Okay, wine taster, tea connoisseur, hat collector. This all we know. Self-proclaimed philosopher. Fair enough. More. Uh-huh. Pralad Kakkar or the uh, word that rhymes with it. it Pralad. No, so, <laughs> I wanted to keep a track on uh, all my illegitimate children because wow. it's nice to know, you know. Some uh, of them are doing so well in Bollywood, no? Yeah, yeah exactly. 
then okay the angel oh my dear uh, aspiring sperm donor pradal kakkar loves cooking this is oh, okay so i worked extensively with him loves cooking and loves food so nice i'll just segue for a second here to work with people who discuss the lunch immediately when you enter the set you just start feeling comfortable <laughs> i wish i for those these are the lessons you have to tell them also you know work is good and important and he's very very intense when he works but you must look at the priorities lunch always and always. one of the best lunch spreads yes. your ad shoots i can't think of one which was i mean nobody wants to go home once no. your lunch spread comes out <laughs> then uh, what else is there um he has a beautiful wife mitali and three sons he adores so he says did <laughs> <laughs> you by mamud khan did you could have written this yeah easily <laughs> no, but it's all true so it's in, in a sense you know i know it's tongue in cheek but it's all true and then there's a picture of him catching a fish and covering his uh, extra curriculars with his uh, very famous hat which sadly he's not wearing today where is the hat gone even at the launch of the book you, you it was saying bring the book you said bring the hat but the hat was you no you i know so that, many people copy you you nah, know they they taking that hat should be your copyright you have true. to pay you money every true. time they wear the hat <laughs> yeah really i got i missed that hat yeah. the cigar cigar's gone no no cigar she didn't want me to smoke in the studio no that would be illegal and they would shoot you but other than that <laughs> I, I, he's still smoking right oh of course Okay, Mitali's got an. There are two two shows going on because her story is very different from yours. Totally, she's not allowed to smoke. Okay, let's start at the beginning. There's so much to talk about. Let's get into this book. First and foremost, is it true that a Parsi is to blame for you being in Bombay? A Parsi, a Parsi lady, who gave you refuge? Yeah, yeah, of course. But, I mean, no. Have you not read your book? No, no. no she <laughs> uh, to blame. Huh. She just. took me in because i was sleeping on people's sofas is, and but is this uh, true because this is like the amita bachan story that everybody has no, this struggle she had a, a pg who was half party half anglo hmm. and his name was larry grant oh like like carry grant larry yeah. yeah and his mother was my dorm matron in tennis school okay so she turned around and put me onto him and he said okay you can have my digs for the next six months because i'm taking up extended holiday hmm. and the landlady which he introduced me to was mrs What is her name? But this really matter. No, no, she was amazing. Huh. No, what I mean is, don't worry about the she name. We'll, we'll, we'll fit the name in later. Sparsh, find out the name and fit it. She was a no. pillar huh. of the Parsi community in Bombay because. Oh wow! You know what she did with all her friends? Hmm. Every month she used to organize a tea, high tea, mm-hmm. for all the single Parsi boys and all the single Parsi women. Oh wow! To get them together, she was a racist. <laughs> <laughs> a flaming friggin' racist. No, no, no. She was. She uh, wanted to bring them together, to, give them a chance. No, no. Give let the tribe increase. Yeah. So before the, the Geo Parsi movement, she started her own version of it. Exactly, yeah. because yeah. she realized that they were diminishing lot. Yeah. And it was difficult to find because Parsi boys were finding girls outside of the community, and and which wasn't kosher because all the girls who were left behind had to work for RTI. <laughs> And his own, and his own alone. Yeah, but there, there's a truth in that, in yes. a sense, you know, because what happens is, I think uh, affluent communities, women are educated, etc., etc., and then they have choice because of that. Yeah. They get empowered. Exactly. So why did Mitali come back here? Considering she's well educated and successful, <laughs> <laughs> that romance we should talk about, huh? Yeah, At some point, we don't have that much time. So we'll... Mitali is part of the book, of course. You should live with her. You better mention her. <laughs> Release the book and stay out. Spending the rest of his life at Tata. He can't come back home. Okay, I, I want to just segue there because uh, you actually had no idea what you were doing in life. I mean, you've told no. us this story very often, and because a lot of people in that age group, maybe eighteen to twenty-five, they really think life is hard and whatever, but they have no idea how many people are like that, and no, then you no. become really successful. I actually got a job in a, in a bank. Yeah. What would you do in a bank, Pralad? Except rob it. No, everybody celebrated because they said, "Dear, Papu pass ho gaya." 
literally literally uh, you know uh. because i was uh, always a second class student but, but you said you you had that learning disability thingy right i have a, what's it called uh, i have dyslexia dyslexia i, I didn't know it yeah. until mithali found out yeah because our kids have got some of our kids have got so your kids and you are not stupid it's uh, just dyslexia just uh, to be clear a lot of people thank god for dyslexia no uh. no now the kids are now being devoted in because they're dyslexic means they're geniuses yeah at my time I, they thought i was a duffer and needed swift kick up my ass yeah. you know all the time yeah So I had to wear a couple of underwears and you know things so, like but that. But you weren't good in studies in academic Horrible. studies. Horrible studies. No, I I liked only certain subjects which I loved and I was damn good at. I was damn good at English literature because my teacher was very good looking. Hot chick. Very. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. And so I was amazing. My Hindi was really bad because he was a guy and he was. Uh, <laughs> He, he was relatively Wait, ugly. Education minister, you listening? You want languages to improve? The teachers got to look good. It's never about the language. I'm not joking. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely true. At least you'll attend. Uh, when yeah. I was in college, yeah. we had a lady who was a writer herself. She was an author and mm. very well known. Gauri Deshpande. She was stunning looking. She was about five foot seven, and in. Ferguson College in Tanjalandi yeah. and Pune in Bhatland in the middle she used to wear slacks and a tight sweater and she had you know very good assets What? Yes. Not on the show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the first day the English lit class there uh, were just 16 of us. That was squared. That was a real class. Yeah, there were just 16. Um, okay, for English literature because they they didn't Nobody have, wanted to do the uh, subject where no, yeah, does yeah, it go yeah, etc. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody thought they could score in it. Hmm. In the next class Because of word of mouth, we were 150 students, and I couldn't recognize and, any and of them. Most, most, and most of them were not from our college, and not speaking English, <laughs> non or non, non English speaking turned up. Ah, buddy, ma'am, she's good. Uh, okay, so uh, going back to that period uh, of life where you're not sure what you what were you doing with the bank job, and what happens after that? No, I didn't get the bank job. I got almost got it. What is that? You? I went through all the interviews uh-huh. except the final interview. They said we'll wait for your results because I told them my results haven't come out yet. Right. They said okay if you get a decent second we'll take you but you'll have to so be subject to you passing with a decent second decent second yeah. so i got okay second you know not i don't know what the decent means but i got some 56% but you could have fought with that right they may have taken you but of course because they really like me huh. the guy who interviewed me was a was an uh, gora an american you can't say these words anymore it's just, you can't say gora why can't you say gora where does this man come from firangi he's <laughs> an american firangi of the caucasian uh, disposition firangi huh? You can't say Firangi. Why like, can't you say Firangi? These all racist slurs. No, no, no these are not racist. I'm very woke. <laughs> I'm very woke. I was going to say <laughs> the <laughs> to welcome you. Huh. So anyway, so he he was very casual, and everybody had suits, a decent suit, and right. I just walked in in oh. jeans and a t-shirt. Right. And he sort of was wearing jeans and t-shirt, and the 15-minute interview went to become a one and a half year ah interview, and we discussed everything except bank. Right. We discussed hobbies. We discussed what we liked, what we didn't like, and my growing up in Dehradun and the, you know uh, the forest, the hunting, the, the you know the fishing, the whole lot. You know? But the as you call him, Firangi was familiar with India and these places. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was very keen on going to all those places hmm. and doing all the things that I'd done because he was a very outdoors man. Hmm. So my whole upbringing was outdoors. Right. And then I sort of something clicked in me. I said, "Let me go and check out where these, what they do, these trainees." Hmm. Because I just had no clue about what a banker does, hmm. except bank other people's money. Right. Yeah. So I went down to the office. It was in fort, hmm. and the, all the trainees were sitting in the basement. So I went down to the basement. It was a huge basement, no windows, kada kya air conditioning, 
and fluorescent neon lighting all through, very bright. Mm. And everybody sitting in neat little rows, very Orwellian. I just read... What, or, what were they doing? They were punished? They were, no, they were sitting in neat little rows, balancing ledgers. <sighs> they were balancing... Kakkar, that would have been you? Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? You don't know, met him, Mithali. Uh, Nobody, he wouldn't have seen the sunlight. Uh, He's in the basement. The, no, no, that was the one. Like a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, no sunlight, no thing, I'll die. Uh-huh. So I ran for my life. Wow. And, and thinking of the USS outdoors guy, who you are, uh, you built this empire in Andamans yeah. and this and that and all that. You would have been a basement creature for 40 years. Or maybe you would have gone up to the office. Yeah, yeah. I know that we, in some cultures, BNV is the same, we, at least we, in the east of India, <laughs> right? <laughs> We'd gone beyond the wanking state. Yeah, I'm now, sure. Now, now I like to wank now, with you guys. Uh, now, <laughs> now, now we're looking for the real McCoy. At that time, the hormones were jumping. Were you a virgin? I was twenty. No, I haven't read my. Of course uh, not. You didn't give me the book. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the damn book. Where am I getting the book? Now she says you can take this book home, but he has to sign still. It's just like an afterthought, right, folks? Come on, because suddenly they realize, okay, usko de do. The two, two, I, I saw you at the book launch, and then you I did a matlegali. There were eight women, young girls. Pralaz has to be girls, you know. So girls are standing there and Kunal went uh, pompously up on stage to say hi to you. He was ahead of me and he goes up, uh, Javi Jafri and me behind uh, in that order mm. and the one girl who obviously has no idea who Kunal is or any <laughs> of us are because rightly so says, uh, you can't go there and, and stopped him and then he got most offended that they stopped me and yeah, all. Exactly. took me out <laughs> just made me walk out and then you disappeared actually. We tried to go backstage from that side. We couldn't find you. We, I went down. Uh, up to the basement? Uh, no, I, I <laughs> went up on the signing. Wall. I know, they took you somewhere and then we, uh, there was no point. I couldn't even find Mithali, couldn't find him. Why are we discussing this? This is a podcast. Not a personal <laughs> conversation about what happened that day. <laughs> horrible show, really. But uh, Janus, yeah, no, coming back, so you were, you, as the book says, you would have lost your virginity. So, so you, you became what, uh, what, what is popularly is known in the Hindi movie industry, Sumri Me Komdi. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, back to the virginity. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just a subject that uh, because he's so candid and open, and it's good that the book is like that. Because if you ever work with him or meet him or people who grew up around him, he's so iconic in our world. Uh, will tell you that if you're not used to Pralat Kakkar, some people, conservative-minded people, can really. I'm sure you've got millions of stories. I don't want to take uh, Ipsa's name, but a former Miss India. <laughs> Pepsi ad that I shot. I shot a lot of Pepsi ads with him. And I, I, you know, I came back and my wife was so angry with me for laughing when I told the whole story. But it was just, because the beautiful woman comes out and she's wearing something and he's standing with his hands on his hip with a PA in his hand and he's shouting at one of his assistants, but she looks like a water buffalo. <laughs> just one Miss India. But the outfit was not great. No, no doubt. But she still looked beautiful. And he says it. She started crying. I don't even remember this. Two hours we had to waste because she wouldn't come out of the trailer. <laughs> I remember. And then they're telling you, but Pralad, you were really rude to her. And was, Why? What's wrong? She looks like a water bubble. <laughs> then you went to apologize. This is an apology, Mithali. It's like, uh, I won't take the name again. Uh, why are you getting upset? So what? We'll transform you. <laughs> he said everything I shouldn't have said. He cried even more. I thought he'd go and say something like, you know, and he took me with him. We four, five of us are standing around her and we're all trying to, you know, be nice. He's a really nice girl. When he was genuinely trying to make her feel better and he has no idea that he said everything wrong. But she did perform at the but end of the day. She did perform. She did, she did. And we have we have a story to tell. Yeah. yeah. And, she, and she won the title and she came back yeah. and, and thanked yeah, me of course. because I told her what to do. Yeah. But they also, what did what did you tell her? I, I tell her how, how to, to win answer, a, uh, Miss India. How, how to answer the questions because I was like, there. Like how? I tell was, us. I was there when Ash and. Uh, are you and, one of the guys who used to ask questions? They would call yeah, you all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Why did he ask the stupid questions like, uh, "What do you want to do to save the world and all that?" Just stop that. Now. But it, they were like, given. Huh? Imagine if you tell them today, "Can you solve the no, Israel-Arab conflict?" Uh, but, Go ahead. 
स्टेट्यूंडर 